Blog Talk Radio. Once again, coming at you over 5,000 watts of friendship and reaching all four corners of Equestria, touching down everywhere from Sweet Apple Acres to the Crystal Empire, you are tuned to Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC Mychek, and it's Wednesday, November 27, 2013. Folks, Thanksgiving is tomorrow, and we are so thankful that you decided to join us for a special Turkey Day edition of Canterlot Radio. That's right, we have got a unicornucopia of My Little Pony music and news, plus the debut of Behind the Brony with special guest The Shakeups in Ponyville. You are listening to Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com.
that I'm a dreamer, and I've no doubt there's truth in what they say. But you're a body's bound to be a dreamer when all the things she loves are far away. And precious things are dreams unto the next mile. They bring her home to a land so magical.
by Dream Song, Level 3rd with 8-Bit Apocalypse, and Thunderdash with Soar, Rainbow Dash's theme. Coming at you over 5,000 watts of friendship and reaching all four corners of Equestria, that's everywhere from Sweet Apple Acres to the Crystal Empire, you are tuned into a special Turkey Day edition of Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, Mike Chick, and it's Wednesday, November 27, 2013. And folks, I want to thank you for joining us for a special Turkey Day edition of the program, because we are gobbling up all the awesomeness that makes the My Little Pony community 20% cooler. <laughs> of course, before we kick over to our awesomeness, that is the monologue day mic check, we have our sponsors we've got to kick it over to, because without them, we'd probably starve. Of course, our first one is always DerbyHoovesNews.com, the latest My Little Pony news, music, and everything that makes the Burnett community what it is. DerbyHoovesNews.com. Mimico, producers of the My Little Pony USB flash drive series, including Twilight Sparkle, Rarity, Rainbow Dash, Limited Edition Derpy, and Pinkie Pie. You know, with the holidays coming up, a great gift for that certain pony who has all that data on the go would be a fantastic My Little Pony USB flash drive. Mimico, making your documents 20% cooler in 10 seconds flash. Silver Slinger, formerly Chaotic Brony, producer of some of the finest My Little Pony jewelry. Silverslinger.etsy.com And TrotCon 2014, taking place June 20th through 22nd at the Sheridan Columbus at Capitol Square in Columbus, Ohio. Visit TrotCon.net for more information. 
Well, folks, I hope you're having a great week so far. I know I am. Happy Hump Day, or may I should say, Happy Turkey Gobble Day. Because turkey gobbles and all those turkeys and whatnot. But anyway, folks, it's official. Wake the kids. Phone the neighbors. Season 4 is upon us. And everyone is so excited. Finally, there are ponies. There are ponies now. New episodes. Season Quattro. I think that is. Yep, Season Quattro of the My Little Pony, Friendship is Magics. And I think that this is what every brony has been dreaming about. Most of my dreams are about frosting. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Well, Pinkie Pie has been dreaming about frosting, but we've all been dreaming of new episodes, and they're now here. So hopefully in the next week or so, we'll be able to do some episode synopsises or synopsi, and we tell you a little bit about the uh, episode from the past week. We might, we might not. We don't know how many of you have seen the episode or how many have not seen the episode. We don't, we don't want to spoil it for you guys because that would be terrible that we spoil the episode before you've seen it. But I'll, I'll, do ahead, I'll go ahead and do it anyway. Okay, okay, so apparently in the season four opening, Princess Celestia and Luna, they, they disappear for some unknown reason. And these crazy plants from the Everfree Forest begin taking over a good chunk of Ponyville. So it's up to Twilight and her friends to find the Tree of Harmony and figure out what's going on. But they don't know where it is. So, of course, when no one knows what's going on, they assume only one person could be behind it. Discord who was busy howling at the moon or sleeping in the middle of a summer afternoon, something, something, something like that. I don't know. But apparently, he's not behind it. <gasps> dun, dun, dun! So apparently, Discord's not behind this. So we learn a little bit about the fight that went on between Princess Luna and Celestia. All those mini-moons were used to, you know, not only seal away Nightmare Moon, but also seal away Discord for the first time. So the main six go into the Everfree Force to find the Tree of Harmony, but the main five want Princess White to stay back because they're afraid that she could get hurt just like Celestia and Luna are kidnapped. So Twilight feels really bad about this, so she runs right back in with her friends because that's what friends do. They sit together no matter what, and they find the Tree of Harmony, and the only way that they feel that all this can go away is if they give up what brought them together, the elements of harmony. Doing this does reverse the effects of the plants, and the plants go away, and we find out that Celestia and Luna were kidnapped by the Tree of Harmony. However, in sacrificing the elements of harmony, not only did our pony friends come closer together as friends – we get this new mysterious box with six key locks on it. And we have no idea what's in this box. Now, many are, 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 are theorizing what's in this box, but I'm going to tell you what is in that box. In the Harmony box is this golden magical muffin. 
and it's got ruby-encrusted berries on it and sapphire-encrusted berries. And it's true magic and potential can only be unlocked by the most powerful pony in Equestria. And no, calm down, it's not Princess White Sparkle. It's Derpy. Do you get it? Well, that's my theory. Because I want to see some Derpy in Season 4. So, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the news stable. That's my theory. So anyway, last week's Pony Poll. Well, actually, I guess two weeks ago. And I apologize for not doing the show last week, but I was coughing my cutie mark off my flank. And I didn't want to come in with, you know, going... Because that's not professional, and that's not giving you guys 110% of me. So anyway, the last pony poll we did, we asked you guys which you were more excited to see. The season four premiere of My Little Pony, or the 50th anniversary special of Doctor Who. Which, by the way, has actually set a Guinness World Record for the most viewed TV drama in history. But, with 88% of the votes in a landslide... You guys were more excited to see the season four premiere of My Little Pony. And for good reason. With 12% being excited for the Doctor Who special. But anyway, Doctor Who, that's done now. It's now time to focus on ponies. And this week's pony poll, on a scale of one to five stars, how would you rate the season four premiere of My Little Pony? So head over to carolotradio.com right now during the next block of music to take part in the Pony Poll and make your voice heard this week and every week through the Pony Poll. Now, I would give this – this is actually a solid season opener. Of course, every season opener is a solid season opener for My Little Pony. So I got to give it – if I could, I'd give it 20 bajillion stars. Unfortunately, bajillion is not a real number, so I can't give it 20 bajillion. But have have you guys seen all the all the all the fuss that's come out of the season opener, especially surrounding the Twilight Cane? I tell you what, I have never seen this much hoopla about the Twilight Cane. I've never seen this much hoopla about a certain item, the the Harmony Box, which is going to be the, the the basis for season four. No, 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 we don't care about that. We want Twilight Cane. Twilight Cane. Okay, if anyone's listening that can do good My Little Pony Vectors, I want to see a cane with Mike Check's head on it. I'll give you a vector of Mike Check, but we want to see that made. A Mike Check cane. Just like the Twy cane. If someone could do that, I would be eternally grateful. Well, anyway. This week on the program, we've got a lot to talk about in the news stable. We got to talk about two brand new My Little Pony card boxes coming out, and this week also marks the debut of a new segment on Carolot Radio, Behind the Brony, with special guest music group The Shakeups in Ponyville. So you're not going to want to miss that because it's going to be super awesome. Silver Mercado, one thousand years ago, here on Canterlot Radio. Thank you. 
Clavi Sound with Dizzying Heights and Strange Muffinality. Before that was Carbon Maestro with Sun featuring Mim J0123. Silver Marcato with 1,000 Years Ago, and that was a pre-live cut, making it even more awesome. And you are listening to Cantalot Radio on the day before Thanksgiving here on Blog Talk Radio. It's Wednesday, November 27, 2013. And as always, it's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, Mike Check. And it's now time for us to dive into the world of My Little Pony news and information. Of course, not head first because you never want to dive into a very shallow end, but we're diving into the deep end for this with the news table. Bringing you the latest news in the My Little Pony community, it's the news table. And now, here's Mike Check. This is the news table for Wednesday, November 27, 2013. And as always, it's me, it's me, the good old MC, Mike Check, bringing you the latest news in the world of My Little Pony. And we kick off with actually something that relates to Black Friday, because you guys are always in the mood for shopping for the coolest My Little Pony swag. Well, apparently, it has been announced by Interplay that two new promo boxes from the My Little Pony Series 2 collectible card series will be actually released for major retailers and an exclusive one to be released in Hot Topic. If you're always looking for something cool for your pony ones on Christmas, be sure to check out the all-new Interplay Rarity and Discord collectible card boxes. Apparently, they'll be releasing two boxes, one with an unreleased promo of Rarity, and the other with the highly sought-after promotional Discord card. They all feature incredible artwork on the box, including the infamous laughing balloons and Discord butterfly for the Discord box. However, while you will be able to get Rarity at many major retailers out there, you will only be able to get Discord exclusively at Hot Topic. As of now, we do not have a release date, but stay tuned to Canterlot Radio so we can actually tell you guys when we'll be giving a box of that away. Because we might just get one for ourselves and might get one to give away to one of you lucky listeners out there. And I know these two cards are going to be highly sought after because of the popularity of both characters. I mean, you've got a rarity in Discord. What, what's there more to like? You've got one rarity, you know, rarity and, and, and posh and all that, and Discord, who likes drinking chocolate milk. And drinking the glass and then throwing the chocolate milk and explode. There's not much more to get. But anyway, I need to need to calm down there. I'm getting excited for these cards. I, I, I like collecting the promotional cards. They're they're really cool. And I, I, a couple weeks ago for my birthday, I actually got uh, the Series 1 Fluttershy and the BronyCon Princess White Sparkle card. And I love them. They are so cool. Well, anyway, moving right along. Were you upset that everyone's favorite cross-eyed Pekasai was not in the Season 4 premiere? Well, don't worry, because there's a possibility she might make a premiere in Season 4 a little bit later on in the season. Glorious McCarthy, that's Megan McCarthy, has revealed another fun one of those for you that weren't too happy about Derpy's new hair color in the season premiere. It looks like we may be seeing her big return as the season continues forward, though. What whether that is full-on scene or just background derp eyes is a complete mystery. With how much merchandise she has been floating around now, I wouldn't be too surprised at something substantial. Maybe even a happy medium like Luna Eclipse. So this is the tweet that she sent out earlier uh, last week. I must say I was a little disappointed we didn't see our favorite googly-eyed mare in the season four premiere. Patience. 
Ooh. So Derpy may make a season four premiere. We can't confirm, can't deny, but we love that Derpy Philly. I'm a poet of it, and I didn't know it. <laughs> I kind of want to see Derpy in the in season four. I mean, considering all this cool merchandise. And before I continue on with the final story, I, I got to talk about this. Okay, so I was going through uh, Google, and I was looking up some derpy photos for a, a poster I'm, I'm making for the show. And I come across this derpy trading card, and of course, what do you expect to be on the name thing? Okay, we, we know that it won't be derpy, because Hasbro, I don't know why. It Maybe Dizzy do. Nope. That special pony everyone loves. Nope. They left her name blank. There's no name on her. There's no name in the little area where the name goes for a My Little Pony card. Seriously, Hasbro? Seriously? I've said it before. I'll say it again, folks. It's Derpy. D-E-R-P-Y. H-O-O-V-E-S. Derpy Hooves. I mean, have we gotten to a point where we can't even say the name? Oh, Hasbro doesn't want to say that. No. Hasbro. You already you already admitted her name was Derpy in the last roundup. No, no matter how much you tried to cover that up, we all saw it clear as day. So what's wrong with calling her Derpy? Not brain surgery. It's not rocket science. Come on. Give us that. Please. No. Come on. Please, Hasbro. Just let us have our derpy. She just wants to spread muffins and cross-eyed awesomeness and random acts of shenanery. I don't know what shenanery is, but it's awesome because derpy made it awesome. And that's my rant on the derpy thing. Well, anyway, Everfree Northwest, you know, that awesome con that we got to go to in Seattle earlier in July. Well, they have begun announcing guests for the 2014 installment, including voice actress Marika Hendricks, who many know best as Gilda the Griffin. So if you guys have always wanted to meet Gilda and always wanted to say that Everfree Northwest, where the bird is the word then you may want to start considering getting ready to pre-register and order your hotel. Because this year's theme for the commission is Villains, Rivals, Friends. So we could be seeing some awesome villains come to Everfree Northwest. And of course, as always, Camelot Radio will be your destination for the very best of Everfree Northwest 2014. Because that con, they like us. They really like us. So I cannot... Wait for Everfree Northwest 2014 next July. It's going to be to epicness of awesome. So that being said, before we close up the news table for the week, there's actually one more piece of news I want to talk about, and it's so exclusive, you're only going to see it on Canterlot Radio. This Saturday marks a brand new series of Dr. Hooves. You can see the Doctor and Pinkie Pie as they go to new and old places, make new friends and enemies, and see, the, see some of old returns. 
featuring Victor N.G. as the doctor and Don Drake as Pinkie Pie, you will have the privilege of being the first ever group to see the premiere of an all-new Doctor Who's animated series, Doctor Who's The Last Wanderer. That's right. Canterla Radio has teamed up to bring you guys an epic so incredible that the only place you're going to be able to see it is right here on Canterlot Radio and our YouTube channel, Doctor Who's The Last Wanderer. It starts this Saturday, November 30th, on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Canterlot Radio. So get excited, because on November 30th, The Doctor is back. And that will do it for this installment of The New Stable. This has been The New Stable. Tune in next week for the latest news in the My Little Pony community. Back to you, Mike Chuck. And we have been rocking here on Canterlot Radio, and we are now getting into our next block of music here on blogtalkradio.com. Mush with those wings. And throughout the show, we'll be featuring some incredible music by The Shakeups in Ponyville, the focus of our newest installment of our segment, Behind the Brony. You are listening to Canterlot Radio here on Blog Talk Radio.
Sue with Ponyville Nights. Before that was the Shakeups with Our Little Time Lord, Snoopy 20,111 with Little Wings, and Mush with Those Wings. Whose Wings? Those Wings. And you're listening to Canterlot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's Wednesday, November 27, 2013. And as always, this is Mike Chuck bringing you the hottest beats and the coolest sounds in Ponyville and Equestria. And it's now time for Mike Chick's Brodetry Corner, where we feature a fantastic My Little Pony poem each week. However, for this week, in honor of Thanksgiving, I thought it'd be nice to read a Thanksgiving poem. Scott Westman with a Thanksgiving Day Prayer. Lord, so oftentimes, as any other day, when we sit down to our meal and pray, we hurry along and make fast the blessing. Thanks, amen. Now please pass the dressing. We're slaves to the old factory overload. We must rush our prayer before the food gets cold. But Lord, I'd like to take a few minutes more to really give thanks for what I'm thankful for. For my family, my health, a nice soft bed, my friends, my freedom, a roof over my head. I'm thankful right now to be surrounded by those whose lives touch me more than they'll ever possibly know. Thankful, Lord, that you've blessed me beyond measure. Thankful that in my heart lives life's greatest treasure. That you, dear Lord, reside in that place. And I'm ever so grateful for your unending grace. So please, Heavenly Father, bless this food you provided and bless each and every person invited. Amen. And that was Scott Weissman with a Thanksgiving Day Prayer. If you'd like to feature a poem in next week's Burning Tree Corner, send it to us at cancelotradio at gmail.com, and we might read it on the air next week. Well, anyway, speaking of thanks, we've been asking you guys on Twitter to tweet us what you're thankful for using the hashtag I'm thankful for. And we're going to go ahead and share a couple of them right now. Let's see. From SSJ4Raddits, I'm thankful for having good friends and wonderful family that love me no matter what. The MLP Brony team, I'm thankful for all the bronies here on Twitter that I've become great friends with, plus my family. Uh, we've got a couple. I'm thankful for all the friends that I've made through the My Little Pony community. And uh, what is Mike Chick thankful for? Well, I'm thankful for every one of you who take time from your very busy schedules to tune in each week here on Blog Talk Radio to make Canterlot Radio the show that it is today. So I thank you guys for tuning in, and I am so blessed that you guys are a part of this wonderful experience that we call Canterlot Radio. Well, anyway, moving into our next block of music, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with the Shakeups in Ponyville in the debut of Behind the Brony. Phony Brony with Wonders, here on Canterlot Radio.
was Hopelessly Romantic by Khaled Bai. Before that was The Shakeups with Bronies Unite, Prince Whatever Between Fairy Tales and Happy Endings, and Phony Brony with Wonders. And you're listening to Camelot Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the gold MC, Mike Chick. And it's now time for the premiere of Behind the Brony. Bringing you the story behind your favorite My Little Pony musicians, this is Behind the Brony. Welcome to Behind the Brony, a brand new segment on Canterlot Radio where we feature the story behind some of your favorite My Little Pony musicians in the Brony fandom. A few months ago, we got a message on our Facebook page from a music group that was looking to promote their new album on our program. Instead, we decided to make them the first subject of Behind the Brony. With their new album, Main Event, please welcome members of the Shakeups and Ponyville, Patrick O'Connor and Mike Rittenhouse. Guys, thank you and welcome to Behind the Brony. Thanks, it's great to be here. No problem. I, it's truly a huge honor to, that you guys would be the first subjects in this experiment that we're trying for Canterlot Radio because we want to feature you know, not only prominent musicians in the My Little Pony community, but also up-and-comers who ha- have a unique story and sound to share with bronies all over the world. So I guess the best place to start would be to – can you tell us a little bit about the history of the shakeups? Uh, sure. I guess the band that never should have been, really, I guess. Um, it started in the mid-2000s. Um, basically, I just wanted to do something that was more uh, melodic with more uh, harmonies than what I had been doing, um, which was more heavy rock type stuff. And um, there were a lot of indie bands at the time that were doing material similar to what I was thinking of. And so I got a group of people together. We worked on some stuff, put out an album independently. Um, um, then it, it took sort of a left turn. I moved from uh, Indianapolis, where we're based, out to San Diego, California, um, and sort of made a name for us out there for a couple of years. And then um, I had some family issues that I had to take care of, so I ended up moving back. So the band's actually relocated a couple of times, and so we've had a lot of different members over the years. Um, as far as the, the pony version of the band, the Shakeups in Ponyville, um, that was something that just came about um, this year. The name the shakeups. It, it's a unique name, of course. I guess, I guess the stickups wouldn't work because we're like, all right, see, we're gonna play some music, see, yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything's gonna be Jake, okay, yeah. yeah. On that name, but nobody had actually used the shakeups that I was aware of, and uh, it, we liked it because it kind of it reminded us of the lemon shakeups from the state fair, you know, which is kind of a, a very um, <clears throat> there was a lot of. Um, brightness to that idea and it sort of epitomized the kind of sound we were going for which would have a lot of uh, different colors mixed together very very bright colors yes the, the colors that that you've described on your website the shakeups.net mm-hmm. you can check out in our show notes by the way uh, it fuses co-ed vocals catchy melodies art school atmospherics and bristling energy so maybe could you describe a little bit about those types of sounds and maybe you know why choose those sounds? Uh, well, I think power pop as a as a genre has not been you know recognized um, as well as it could be. Um, I, I love a lot of the early to mid '60s bands, you know, from the Beatles on down. And I think Mike is also a huge Beatles fan. And I think that all started there. And you know, throughout um, the history of rock and roll since then, there have been a lot of a lot of interesting bands that have had you know. Um, 
some some great singles that you know weren't recognized as such on you know radio or top 40 or whatever um but there's a lot of great sort of rock music that just because it doesn't quite fit into any particular niche um i mean i guess power pop is what it would fit into but you don't usually see that as like a main you know choice for music you know and so um basically it's just a little more melodic but still has the heavy um guitars and the energy of rock and roll with lots of uh sing-songy harmonies and it's just really catchy stuff that people seem to be able to get into, you know, just with a couple of listens. And it's just really fun music to play also. Well, certainly the shakeups will not be one-hit wonders themselves. In fact, they'll be the, the wonders that keep producing hit after hit after hit. And that's, <laughs> that's the goal that I would assume would We're be... Certainly, certainly trying for that, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Okay, good. Well, I've actually, I've actually been listening to your new album, The Main Event, by the way, available on various sites, including Amazon, and i got to tell you guys, this, this is actually a, a very good album. Now, of course, there are hundreds upon hundreds of My Little Pony musicians out there, Living Tombstone, Forest, uh, Decibel, uh, but why venture into the world of My Little Pony to do music for? That's a really good question. It actually kind of happened through a series of circumstances that we hadn't foreseen, um, mainly, I guess the main thing that set it off, um, our drummer Steve and his wife Mary are toy collectors, and he collects Masters of the Universe, and she has always collected My Little Pony since, I mean, she's a fan of the old school My Little Pony from the 80s. I mean, they have toy rooms at their house. She has an entire room of My Little Pony toys and memorabilia, and she works um, on an annual collector uh, convention that they have at different places around the country each year. And um, this particular year was going to be in our hometown, and they asked us if we would like to play the show or play as part of the show, part of the con. And we agreed to do so. But then we decided, well, we don't want to just play as some rock band that's appearing at this convention. We might as well be in the spirit of the event. And so the idea we came up with was we took several of our existing songs and rewrote the lyrics to them um, to be about My Little Pony, <laughs> Friendship is Magic. Well, I'm just looking at the uh, at the LP of this awesome new album, The Shakeups in Ponyville Main Event, because you can never plug this album enough because it's really cool. Uh, we've got songs like Pinky Vibrations, Be My Fluttershy, Bronies Unite. That, that actually become the national anthem for Bronies everywhere if it wasn't for <laughs> Smile, Smile, Smile. Uh <laughs> Our Little Time Lord, Invasion of the Parasprites. It sounds like you guys have covered a lot of areas that are very popular in the Brony fandom with your music. Well, you know, we're fans of the show. I actually first got into it through my um, fiance. The first time I ever met her, she was cosplaying as Fluttershy. And Yay. so that was the <laughs> sort of the beginning of, of the whole thing for me. Um, and just over the past couple of years, I've really gotten into the show. I've you know, seen all of it now, and I just checked out the premiere. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a that was a pretty good premiere. We've been talking about it in the uh, in the show this week. So, uh, uh, really so, what do you think is exactly in that locked up box? See, personally, I think that it's a golden magical muffin and that <laughs> that can only be really cool. unlocked and its true potential revealed by Derpy. <laughs> That would be really cool, but I heard rumors that she wasn't going to be in the season, so I'm not sure about that. And that would be a travesty to all brony kind everywhere. It would. 
<laughs> so among the group, is there like a favorite pony, or does it vary upon part member of the band? Uh, I think it varies. Um, Mike, do you have a favorite? Uh, my favorite is Rainbow Dash. I guess I have a soft spot for Fluttershy. As far as the as far as the sort of more fandom only sort of characters, you know, sort of the side ponies, I really like Doctor Who's a lot, of course. Well, that's why you dedicated our little time lore to Doctor Who. <laughs> exactly. We released it, um, you know, we released it for the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who as well. <laughs> yes, which apparently has now broken several Guinness World Records. Yes. Uh, I, I still don't see the, the relevance of Doctor Who, but then again, I'm not a Whovian. <laughs> I'm more we, of a... We enjoy it. I'm not real um, into the history of it. I haven't seen a lot of the older ones, but I've seen some of the more current ones, and I, I like them. I'm more of a Doctor Who the heck cares. We're actually... Um, Mike and I are also in a Star Trek band, so we're much more into into those episodes. <laughs> so it would be, base me up, Scotty. <laughs> right. Sorry, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the Shakeups in Ponyville main event. I mean, we talked about it a, a good portion, but, you mm-hmm. know, why should people, you know, get this album? I mean, I mean... I mean, I, I think it's I think it's the bee's knees. I, if bees had knees, this album would be said bee's knees. But why should people pick up this album? Uh, well, what I strive to do when I was writing a lot of the songs was just to make sure that we had sort of one catchy hook-filled number after another. Um, it's pretty much just a love letter to the show and the characters. And there's so many wonderful, colorful characters on the show, and I really enjoy it. And I think there's a lot of people in the fandom that, you know, would really get into the album because sort of it sort of splits the difference, I think, between the maybe the younger audience that the that Hasbro was originally intending and the the more adult brony crowd. I think it does a good job of splitting the difference, you know, and it's really an all ages sort of release that can be enjoyed by all of them, I think. Um, and we really do like you know, we take the time to look at little details from the episodes or about certain characters that we really like. And it's just, um, it's just fun. You know, it's just sort of an an extra dimension of uh, what the content, you know, you're not just listening to a catchy song, you're listening to a catchy song about something that you identify with and really care about. So does that mean that maybe in the near future there could be a song about Mike Check? (laughs) There could be. Uh, I've got some other. I've got some ideas. We do have an idea for a Discord song that we have not worked on quite yet. Ah, well, hopefully, hopefully we will be able to feature it here on Cancelot Radio, like we have with all your other wonderful songs throughout the show this week. And uh, how can people get this awesome album? Um, it's available from pretty much all the major internet, you know, digital music selling sites. Um, it, if it's, it should be up on iTunes by now. If it's not, it should be any day now. Um, Amazon, as you mentioned, um, CD Baby, they're kind of our home base on the Internet. Um, you can get any of our releases from them. Um, pretty much name it, and it's probably available there. So will there be uh, any convention appearances for the shakeups in Ponyville in the near future? Uh, we are hoping to do that. Right now, the, the main thing that we have coming up is our CD release show on December 7th at a, a local club here in Indianapolis called the Melody Inn, um, where we'll be doing a lot of the songs from the album. Uh, we do also have another show coming up in uh, February, 8th, February 8th in Lafayette, Indiana. 
uh, where Purdue University is, and um, we'll be doing some of the same stuff there. Um, we do have some conventions coming up, but we haven't confirmed on anything yet. Probably um, Wizard World-related events, if that means anything to anyone. Ah, so if you're going to Wizard World, or not, or maybe still on the fence about going to Wizard World, maybe these guys could be the uh, ticket that you need to get to go purchase that ticket to go to Wizard World. There you go. Okay, well, before we let you guys go, we got one final question. Sure. Do you have any advice for maybe an up-and-coming brony musician that wants to get their start in the music for brony fandom? Uh, you know, we're kind of learning as we go, to be honest. Um, we're pretty new to the to the whole thing. Um, we just Basically, we just write songs about things that we like and care about and hope that other people will as well. Um, and then, you know, you just try to get your music out there where people will hear it. And that's kind of the, it, it's so easy with the internet to get your music out there, but actually getting people to listen to it and give it the time, you know, is the, is the difficult part sometimes. So I think um, it, it's always a work in progress. You just have to, you never know when the person that comes along that can give you sort of the ticket to a bigger audience is going to be there. So you just have to always be ready. Now, one final question from me. Will you come back on Cancelot Radio and do a live performance in the distant future? Absolutely. We, we would do it in the very near future. We would, if you want us to play something, we would do it now. <laughs> well, how about we wait till we get the whole kit and caboodle together so we can make really, really rock blog talk radio with the awesomeness that is the shakeups in Ponyville. That sounds great. Guys, check out the shakeups in Ponyville, now available on Amazon should be available right now on iTunes. For more information about this awesome band, theshakeups.net, you can check out all their other awesome music. Patrick, Mike, thank you so much for joining us for this first installment of Behind the Brony. Thank you for having us. Thanks so much. And when we come back from our next flock of music, we're going to read an awesome letter to Princess Celestia. You are listening to Canterlot Radio here on Blog Talk Radio.
with the Pinky Vibrations. Kokoneru with Even Rainbows Have Rainy Days featuring Hannah Mae. Be, and Be My Fluttershy by The Shakeups as well. We have been featuring The Shakeups in Ponyville all day long on the program. And their new album, Main Event, is now available on Amazon and iTunes. And of course, we will be giving away digital copies of this awesome album throughout the weekend here on our Canterlot Radio Twitter page at Canterlot Radio. We're also hoping to hit 700 followers by the end of the month. That's November 30th at midnight. And hope to give away a two-player My Little Pony collectible card game trading card set from our friends at Interplay. But that being said, it's now time for us to crack open the envelope box once again and read another wonderful letter to Celestia. Because there's no better way to wrap up our Turkey Day unicornucopia of giving thanks than a wonderful letter about Thanksgiving to Princess Celestia. Anyway, I've decided to write a letter to Princess Celestia, and it goes like this. Today's letter comes from a pony named Mike Chet, and he writes, Dear Princess Celestia, We have a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. While many ponies are thankful for the family they have, I am thankful for the friends and fans that I have made through this program, and hope that you will continue to bring even more to this program as well. 
I know that I may not be the biggest pony out there, but knowing that I touch a lot of ponies with my music and my unique method of entertainment fills me with so much pride and happiness to see me through the week. So as we venture into this wondrous time known as Thanksgiving, it's important to remember all the ponies or people in our lives that make it such a wonderful life to live. Your faithful student, Mike Check. Folks, I've said it already, and I'm going to say it again because it's awesome. I am thankful for everyone here that has made this show what it is. This show has been incredible, and again, we are nothing without you guys. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart for making this episode of Canterlot Radio an incredible episode. And I am so happy that you joined us the day before Thanksgiving. I know a lot of us are getting ready to head out of town and be with our families. And I'm glad that we could at least give you a, a turkey made of awesome My Little Pony music, some of the finest sounds around. And again, I thank you so much for joining us. Unfortunately, we are about out of time for this wonderful installment. I know it's, we, we don't want to go, but hey, it's almost Thanksgiving. You guys got to start getting ready. That turkey isn't going to cook itself. Am I right? Or am I right? Am I right? I think I'm right. Am I right? Hang on. Am I? Hang on. Is my check right? Yeah, 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 yeah. My check is right. My check is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that my check, he's right there. Well, anyway, before we go, this is a reminder to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Radio to take part in all the cool contests we're going to be doing. We've also got our Twitter page at Canterlot Radio because you want, you want to see that as well. Because remember, if we hit 700 followers by Saturday, someone's getting a two-player My Little Pony trading card game starter set from Interplay. It's going to be great. Also, we're also going to give away digital copies of the Shake Up Some Ponyville main event to some of our awesome followers. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Cantalot Radio, because starting Saturday, that is going to be the only place you're going to be able to catch the brand new animated series, Doctor Who's The Last Wanderer. I tell you folks, it's going to be incredible, it's going to be mind-blowing, and you are not going to want to miss a single moment of it. Before we go, once again, this week's Pony Poll on a scale of one to five stars, how would you rate the season four premiere of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic? Head over to carolotradio.com to take part in the Pony Poll and make your voice heard each week through the Pony Poll. Well, unfortunately, folks, we are out of time for this wonderful installment of Carolot Radio. I want to thank you all for tuning in and making it so special. And until we see you down the road, this is Mike Chuck saying, wherever you go in life, remember that friendship is magic, and we wish you a very... Happy Thanksgiving. Bro who? Good night. I used to wonder what friendship could be.